We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sam, listeners, Lightyear's podcast, do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Wow, that's amazing. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment and made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Sorry. Sorry about the mic set. Dude, this is just fucking stupid. Let's just let's just do this shit. This this game is too fun. Um, dude, it felt like it was twenty fucking hours of games. <laughs> dude, did it not feel like it was like five different games going on, or like five games that we played in a row? Yeah, we went through the full full <laughs> range of emotions. I definitely like thought about you know. So this is how it ends. This is the end. Like remember when it started? Like uh, the it started with the Steph back screens. And then it was like, you know, he's he's unselfish. And then Steph was terrible. And then <laughs> and then KD gets hurt. They play terrible. No, they play terrible. And then KD gets hurt. And then Steph plays well. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's let's intro us in. Yeah, man. You want it? You want to oh, hear the numbers? For please. Steph Let's start there. Everybody KD wants injury? us to start there. Let's start there. Um, Curry before the injury, four for fourteen, nine points, one for eight from three. Curry after the injury, five for nine, two for three from three, and sixteen points. That is in um. The injury happened, what, with two minutes left in the third quarter? So basically his 16 points were in about 15 minutes. Do you think it's like actually – I mean obviously this is – the narratives are going to be great for Steph fans. But like 
it can't be that big of a difference. Like, he's taking the same type of shots. He is handling the ball a little bit more, so I guess that's different. He's a little bit more rhythm. But, man, how big of a difference does it actually make that KD is out of the game there? Um, well, first off, he was always going to regress to a mean. <laughs> like, he's too good. So it would have – if KD stayed in the game, Steph either ends up like with 18 shots and just not an efficient night and just kind of that's how it goes, or he kind of catches a little fire later on. But, I mean, I really do think it's just kind of like he has a ball in his hands more. We, we've said it the whole time. Since KD came, Steph's bad games mm-hmm. are more like mm-hmm. five for 15, you know, four for – 13 stuff like that instead of the old days where it was like you know yeah it's like he can have the in-game regression right like he can go five for 15 and then he'll make his next five and it'll be fine right but like if if kd's there that doesn't really happen because he's not really going to get more shots outside of that yeah because they have too many guys and why would you keep you know you the warriors kind of play the same when the warriors are the warriors they play kind of the same way, which is, you know, the ball will kind of move around and everyone will touch a little yeah. bit. And then kind of like whoever's feeling it will just end up yeah. picking over. Um, by the way, check this quote out, Sam. <laughs> you're, you're a soccer guy. So apparently, uh, this Slater's tweet, Steve Kerr quotes the Liverpool coach yesterday. Our guys are fucking giants. That win was un- unbelievable. Can you context me? What, what What's Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool came back oh, wow. three goals to beat Barcelona yesterday. I, I think I think most of the people listening to our podcast are aware of this, and they don't <laughs> want me to butcher the explanation. But long story short, I mean, you know who Messi Barcelona, plays in Barcelona. You know who Messi is. They blew a three-zero um, lead. Well, they, they won the first leg three-zero. Oh, wow. So, but, but basically, yeah, um, he. Um, they it was just an impressive comeback. They're the, the less talented side, and they did it without Ooh. their best player. So that's that's where it ties in. Solid in play, and um, yeah. I mean, I guess there's a little parallel there, but um, man, I'm I'm just kind of at a, that was an emotional roller coaster. So we'll start there. Like we'll we'll get into this game, but I think like both you and me right now are just I can't like, wow, I don't know how to face. feel. I, I think Kevin Durant's likely gonna be out for the for the series. Uh there's no way that he can play Friday night, because uh, he's getting an MRI tomorrow, literally was just tweeted. No way he could play. And then game seven, if there's a game seven is on Sunday. That's too fast. So you've got that. Oh, so source source texting. So source texting he's done for the series. Um, um, but I will say this on top of that, uh, Rachel Nichols tweeted out and by the time this is out, I'm sure everyone will know, but uh, if it's a grade one strain, that's usually seven to 10 days, uh, grade two oh, is boy. four to six weeks. So, I mean, we kind of, unless it wasn't a strain and it was just a false alarm, like yep. he's not playing the rest of the series. There's just. I mean, the the series has maximum four days. So uh, I kind of, I thought that was the case the minute he went down. And my my first thought was, I hope it's not serious. And then once we found out it was a strain and not a tear, you know, a um, like a career threatening type of Achilles thing. Yeah. Then my second thought was they need to win this game because 
they're good enough yep. to kind yep. of fight yep. it exactly. Off so exactly. Four to six weeks, that's obviously he's done for the, the playoffs. Uh, seven to ten days. But if it – yeah, but if it's a, if it's a two-week injury, that's game four to five of the Western Conference Finals. And let's <laughs> be real, they should be able to beat both Western without Conference Final te- teams yeah. without game. Like it'll be harder, but they – they should be able to do that. Um, they will not be able to beat Milwaukee. Well, no, I don't know. I don't want to have to see them go against Milwaukee, Philly, or or sorry, Milwaukee, Toronto, or I guess Philly uh, without Katie. No, that that's the uh, so. that's the. Uh, it's got to be Milwaukee. We let's not get into that. Let's stay here. But K- K- yeah, I mean, when he went out, I mean, I don't, I didn't know if it was Achilles, and everyone is saying it's Achilles, which is like. Yeah, it just well, that's all Reggie Miller. Like, can, can we can we joke can we joke about this for a minute? Reggie Miller has been doing this act for like as long as I can remember. Anytime a guy goes down, he's like, is that is it? No, I hope it's not. You know, I'm not a doctor. I hope it's not. But it's like at ninety, and then it just became a running joke. You know, like no one takes it seriously. But then he's doing that when like it legitimately looks like KD's done. I'm like, well, he's like a right fan, now. right? He's like, he's like just a, he's like just the guy that you're watching the game with, and something happens. I mean, it's just reckless speculation. But the problem is he's he's announcing the game to to millions of people, um, which is funny. But I, it's not funny when you're a Warriors fan. But it, it seems like it seems like for KD, there's a chance he may come back for the rest of the. Uh, in the Western Conference Finals or the Finals? Oh, we don't know that. I, but yes, you got to you yeah. got to pray it's a Grade One because, um, well, let's not let's not even go there. Um, let's talk about this game because the minute it it became clear that he didn't tear his Achilles, and as of now, there's hope he'll be back in the playoffs. That's the minute I was like, they have to win this game. If they lose this game, they're they're not going to win two straight with no. essentially yeah. five playable yeah. players. Uh, they can steal one. I mean, they can maybe steal one on Friday, but they have a game set. By the way, James Harden, while we're talking about this game, had three points. He shot 10 for 16 from the field. He had three points in the fourth quarter. We're talking about a team that's tired and playing five guys. Houston's just as tired as Golden State is. Just as tired. Yeah, they they're they have seven guys going. Um, which feels like more, but but I mean we're really talking about they have about one Austin Rivers turned back right and turned back into a pumpkin today. Um, he is not good. Two points minus twenty in twenty five minutes. Uh, Iman Shumpert is still good somehow, but I mean you're right. Uh, they have maybe one more player than the Warriors, but man, like James Harden vanished there in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Warriors really turned it up. Draymond Green, Sam, Draymond Green. He was my second favorite player on the Warriors besides Steph. Was unbelievable. That sequence where he had – I mean, he's been unbelievable all playoffs. But, yeah, um, I – my first – so let's walk through the range of emotions. Freak out when the KD thing happens. Get word that it's not a tear so you feel a little better. Um, one, just for him. But then second, that like, okay, the season's not lost just yet. And then um, the Warriors turn it on there. Steph kind of finds life. They look. Anytime KD goes out, it takes him about five minutes to revert back to playing. Did it take like five the minutes? Old Warriors, you know, like. <laughs> Might have been faster. I mean, five, five minutes, minutes are real, real time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so like a timeout. So like two minutes of game time. Um, and, then, and then Draymond was just nuts. 
And then Draymond, when Draymond fouls out, I'm like, okay, there's a minute 30 left. But oh, that was can, – can we talk about – Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Those, were, those were all-time terrible decisions at the end of the game with the ball. Like why he thinks dribbling into traffic with a four-point lead and you just need to milk the clock is a good – I'll – I was have Clint no clue. Like, was he? T- was he was taking dumb shots literally all second half, dude. It was. I saw. I saw. I saw. I saw on Capella, and then just a bunch of pull ups. He had that pull up on Harden in the baseline that he made. That was huge. Um, but what you're saying about the trap on the sideline, he throws it to no one, and then Looney saved it. And somehow we need to we talk need to about Looney. everyone. Looney's making himself. Looney's making himself some money. What? What? Like a couple extra million? Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see a scenario where, but I mean, this was finally, Looney had a rough series. I thought he'd have a big series because one, he's been good. And then two, he's been really good against Houston. Kind of terrible the mm-hmm. first four games of the series. Um, Finally looks like the Looney we saw last year. And just like, I mean, we, we should contextualize it with saying, you know, like neither of us are saying, you know, build around Looney. But I mean, he is this Good is what he a does. five man, a six man rotation right now, and this is a championship. Now it's a five it's a man championship <laughs> series. It's a finals matchup essentially, and Looney is can stay on the floor in a championship series. So think about that, right? Like, not a lot of people can stay on the floor in these type of games that matter. That in itself is huge. Um, and why can he stay on the floor? He can switch. He can. He's he's a really smart defender. Um. Really offensive good offensive rebound. He just has a he just has a knack for the ball, pretty much. Like he's just a smart player. He's the youngest player on the Warriors. I always remind people this. He's younger than Jordan Bell. Like, granted, we're talking like six months, but I mean, he is the youngest Warrior. He like okay, fun Looney. Um, good to see him show up though. He they took Capella out and he immediately got an offensive rebound and got Clay to ball at the end for that huge three that put the Warriors up eight. Um. The the Warriors look like when KD went out, the 2015 Warriors, uh, led by Steph, right? He had a big fourth quarter, had 13, but led by Draymond, where he took that charge against Chris Paul and then got that technical because, of course. But he drills a contested three uh, after that. I mean, the essence, the essence of the Warriors is the Steph-Draymond yep. combo. It's like the yin-yang. Yep. It's perfect complements for each other. I know that the past like year we've been like waffling, you know, as Draymond – um hit his like you know has he hit his ceiling is he on the decline all that sort of stuff and you know then he got on the tummy tea diet you know, now now he's pitching stuff on instagram but in best shape in the nba um no it's insane how much better he is since he dropped the weight and is a little healthier he looks exact he looks he looks exactly like the guy in 2016, only smarter. Yeah, smarter, and he looks just as quick. I mean, physically, you just said 20 pounds lost. He looks just as quick, uh, and he's making big shots. That's Draymond. That's the Draymond we know. He's just he makes big shots somehow, some way, um, in the biggest moments, biggest games. He essentially wills the shot so in ugly. because it's not like he shoots. It's not like he shoots a better percentage <laughs> when he's in this shape. Like it's still the same thing, you know. Like he'll finish at the rim, and. You know, he'll shoot 30% from three, but he'll make the threes that quote-unquote matter. Oh, man. I. What else do we even talk about about this game? Where else do we even go? I. We have about a thousand <laughs> questions, so let's just, let's use okay. this to guide us. Um, 
we're missing post game press conference. So um, if any quotes pop up, I'll, I'll okay. interrupt in. But uh, let's sure. okay. Let me go first because uh, I had this. Uh, I actually test, texted my buddy during the game uh, who was watching The Office while watching this game because he was so stressed out. Wow. He, was, he was stressed out, so wow. he was watching both, and he was like, "I can't, I can't watch this in itself. It's too much." And I texted him back. I was like. Dude, do you remember when we were at EDC in 2016 and we are watching Game 7? And that was probably the most stressful game I've ever seen in my life. Obviously, the Warriors ended up losing. The question that uh, that Wicked, Wicked Lover, that's weird. But anyway, do you guys think this is the most stressful game to watch since Game 7 Finals? I mean, yeah, for me. No. No, I think the most stressful one for me was Game 7 against Houston last year. Um, at least the first half really? was beyond frustrating. Just because they played so terrible. I think what frustrates me more with the Warriors is when they play um, – play well, okay, obviously when they play poorly. But um, they were playing like the Warriors today. I, I kind of could ride with this. And, and I kind of felt like – I don't want to say I was playing with house money, but the minute KD went down, it was like, man, they're just – they're playing for pride at this point. Like – it's it's not the same thing as having the full team and being the favorite and still playing below your expectations. Well, I feel like last year was more frustrating than it was stressful to watch. I think I just explain explain well, the difference. Maybe I'm not understanding. Well, frustrating the to me feels like what you're saying about they're not playing the way they should be playing, right? KD okay. isos that type that type of stuff that we've seen now, even in this series, where it just slows down, the Warriors don't push the ball, uh, they don't play much defense, they don't rebound, and like that becomes like, all right, well, that's just terrible basketball. And in certain points we're like, they deserve to be down by like ten points. Like what what they're not even playing the way that they usually do. In twenty sixteen, I felt like they tried to play that way. They were just so broken down and beat up by that point that I was just like, well, they're giving it all they got. If they lose, they lose. But that's where the stress comes in. Where I wasn't that frustrated in how they were playing. They were just getting beaten up um, all series long. Nowadays, it's like, don't you agree that the Warriors are a better team? Like, you watch the first half of this game. You're like, well, the Warriors are better. Like, absolutely better. They just don't play that way. And that's the frustration. So maybe I'm just wired differently than you. I get stressed (laughs) watching them play below their expectations. I could live with watching that team in the second half lose because they're on fumes, because KD went down, because they went down swinging. I can't handle when they have KD and they're playing and they're losing to a Chris Paulus Rockets team. Like I can't handle yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is the maybe this is the immigrant father in me, where it's just like I'd rather you know watch you fail knowing you did everything as opposed to. Um, watch you quote unquote just not even try yeah no that that's pretty bad i mean you put it you put it like that man it's like (laughs) so that 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 stresses me out more like i can i can live like i got stressed in game seven of 2016 because kerr made a dumb decision i didn't get stressed when steph missed the shot when steph missed the shot i was just like he just he's done like it's it's over you know i got stressed when they made self-destructive mistakes do you get the distinction yep. yeah i mean that's the uh that's the uh um it, it's like why aren't you doing more even though you win it's like why were you even down 15 points in the first half you know 
Why why did you yeah. need 27 missed threes? And that that's we we talked about this and you referenced this. It's like Steve Kerr is he's not proud of it, but he's like part of the game plan is to wear guys out on the other side. And that's one of the reasons why Chris Paul gets hurt. And you're like, dude, what is the point of that when you should be winning the series in five anyway, if you play the way that you should and the way that you can? You don't need to play this bullshit. Like I think you said last week, gimmicky type of uh game plan. You don't need that. Just play the way you play, you're better. You know? So yeah, definitely. So before we get to mailbag, our friend uh, Matt Moore. Oh God! Shout out, uh, What now? Um, he threw up. Actually, this is well. As I say it, I can't even pull it up. <laughs> hit um, me! Hit me! Okay. Why am I having a hard time finding? It? Okay. Okay. With the KD injury, as phenomenal as he is. And will crush in the Western Conference Finals and Finals. I like the Warriors' chances way more in Game Six. I picked the Rockets in Six. With this series, it's the war. I'm not even finding the right tweet. This is terrible. Um, he's he's saying the Warriors are better with without KD versus the Rockets. Do you want to take this, Sam? Yeah, his point is his point is correct. From the standpoint of, for whatever reason, they play into the Rockets' hand by just going KD ISO instead of playing their offense, which lowers their ceiling. But they're certainly not better because it's not like, it's not like without KD, it's 2015 with like eight to ten good players again. You know, mm-hmm. like they, they are going to have a war of attrition on Friday, and if they lose on Friday on Sunday. Uh, because they really only have five playable players. Maybe Livingston has something that he can give them, and then Damn, after that, it's like, bad. and after that, it's like McKinney and Jarebko. Yeah, and, they could I always mean, hurt too. I mean, they just they just don't have bodies. Like I agree with him. The Warriors' style is more conducive versus Houston than playing the KD centric style. Um, but I yeah, that, I, mean, that's, I don't. That's know. the basic point. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think that, I don't. His point, he's you know, Matt, you know, Maddie, you know, Maddie. He's he's always he's always going crazy after after these type of games. I think that the Warriors are versatile enough to, versatile enough to play both ways. I think Steve Kerr, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry allow themselves to get get duped, like you're saying. Uh, but that does not mean that they're a better team without KD. No, they're absolutely not a better team. And I, I would never say that. It's just, yeah. um, I think his, I think his point is to, to win one game. They might be able to pull up, pull it off without KD because they can revert back to that style. And this is, this is an underrated factor. Um, we're in game six of the series and the Warriors are going to switch to a different style without KD. Um, they may have a chance to just, you know, pull it off in that regard because Houston won't be prepared for it as much. Whereas like going into game six with him, it's like, you're seeing the same thing over and over again. I tweeted that uh, Friday is going to be big. Uh, maybe I'm stealing this off the mail, but maybe somebody's going to ask this, but I said that Steph Curry is going to, it's going to be a big night for Steph Curry uh, after struggling, you know, through the uh, end of the Clipper series and all through this series, shooting the ball. Uh, he he pretty much went off in the fourth quarter, and it's it's time. I mean, he's if, if I'm Houston, of, I'll say this: if I'm Houston, I pressure the hell out of him because he's been playing so much off ball that 
you can maybe force a bunch of turnovers. He's um, got no choice but to shoot, though, man. That's like, true. this is Steph's time. Like, he's got no. This we might, we might get, we might create. get an old school Steph Chris Paul duel. Um, and I, I kind of hope Paul's going to be grabbing him every play. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's been Chris Paul's game since he was like nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good at it. He's he's really good at it the same way Draymond is. Like Warrior fans hate him, but every other fan base feels the same way about Draymond. But okay, so listen, I for the last two three years now, it's you know the 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 narrative is for Steph for a lot of people is that now that he, he's great, he's amazing, but he has Steph, uh, he has Kevin Durant, he doesn't have to do as much. This for him, and you know he hears that is huge because he's won before, man. He's beat KD in the game seven. He should have won a final seven. He is that player, and it's it's a chance for him to do that again. I think it's huge. I think it's huge. I think it I think it means a lot for him. I think it's gonna be great for this team. I I, I don't know if they can win game six, but if Steph drops a 40 ball, which I think can absolutely happen, then they can win that thing. Um and that that's huge for him. That's huge for this team. That's uh and and if KD comes back, if he can come back, now now Steph's in rhythm, and now you have two guys that's ready to play. Um, and if they end up going against you know someone like Milwaukee, who's look like they're gonna roll through the East, uh, that'll be important. But I don't know, buy that they're uh, gonna roll through. Um, I think Toronto's gonna get through. I think that'll be a series. Yeah, that'll be. I hope so, man. I hope so. That's gonna be fun. All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. Blue Wire is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners shave comfortably. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to save $10 on a value trial set, which includes five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blades, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. You get all that for $3 shipped right to your door. Enough with the cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's. Harry's has fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. Harry's bought world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer at harrys.com slash bluewire. All the Harry's blades come 100% quality guaranteed. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Again, make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for only $3. So we're going to get to mailbags from Joe Corcoran. Uh, we kind of touched on this, but going forward for these two games remaining in the series, are the Warriors better off without KD just this series? Um, no, but both. Well, I don't want to speak for you. I think they can I think they can win one game without him. I, I think this is one of those things where they um they have enough to get it done without him for one game. Uh but if they were stuck they're they're really lucky that if they get through Houston, both Portland and Denver are manageable without him. Um so yeah, that's um, yeah, I think that's kind of a repeat of Matt's question too. Um for his statement, I guess. Uh, so uh, yeah, they're not better, but they could steal one. They could absolutely steal one. I don't even know if you would call it stealing one, because I mean, how much better are the Rockets are? They just need to yeah, get. I don't. I don't think it's stealing. Get one. Yeah, I, it's I don't. Chris Paul does has not shown me anything that tells me he's has has a huge game coming. James Harden, however, has been amazing. I will I will say that. 
Uh, Eric Gordon has been great, but like, I, I don't think they're. Eric Gordon's one of my favorite non-star players. I don't know. I, 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 I actually really like all the Rocket non-star players. Like, they're all guys that are on my team. Looking through these questions. No. Okay. All right. I have one. Um, Light Years podcast was from JT Sparks. Was watching the old Warriors in the fourth more fun than watching the last three seasons because Katie wasn't playing. God, we got some miserable <laughs> questions. No, it was more fun because of the des- it was more fun because of the desperation aspect because it felt like it was falling apart and watching a team kind of grasp the game when you think it's over is is kind of the the best feeling, right? Uh, yes. Uh, I agree. I also say that um, the Warriors played with that desperation last game in uh, in Game Four, and they came back and they almost tied the game up. They probably should have. Both guys missed a wide open three at the end. That's when the Warriors are their best. That desperation, that urgency, that that speed, that pace—they just don't play with that enough. Um, and whether that's KD's fault or Steph's fault or Kerr's fault, whoever's fault, does not matter. They just don't do it. Um, and so they have that now they need it or they're going to get their ass kicked on Friday. So, um, so I mean, in that case, it is more fun to watch that because they care more, but that doesn't matter if KD is out or not either way, if they care more, they're fun to watch. Um, next one, Scott, I got a, I got a Chris Paul one for you, Sam Scott man, 86. Why has no NBA <laughs> player just ripped Chris Paul's? Okay. That's a little much. Chris Paul's head off. He's a dirty, annoying pile of <laughs> talk shit. I can't understand why nobody stands up to his dangerous fake, fake fake flops. By the way, do you see that video of how Andre Goodall hyperextended his knee in game four, end of game four, where Chris Chris Paul came under him a little bit? That dude is ridiculous. He's gotten worse. Um, and I kind of think that's expected. I, I kind of feel like that's probably how Draymond's going to go as he gets older because Chris Paul... Chris Paul's always been kind of quote unquote master of the dark <laughs> arts, great. right? He's always been kind of dirty. Um, but like, you know how it goes. You, you play pickup. The The worse you get, the more you're trying to find ways to still make yourself impactful. And that's kind of where he's at in his career, right? He has no choice. I mean, at this point right now, he's like, Draymond read that play. He took that charge where Chris Paul can't get by a guy and he'll just forearm shiver, right? And Draymond got in front of him and just flopped backwards. I, I think that was a block, dude. But he got the call and because he knows that Chris Paul can't get by anyone. So he's just finding ways to put – by the way, there's a commercial dark arts at Hogwarts Castle. Wow, that really worked out for you <laughs> on TNT. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're right, dude. He can't move, can't get by anyone. So he's got to – all these moves become more obvious uh, as, you get, well, as you get older. Uh, I think I saw a tweet that he's got three more years left on the contract. He's getting paid like 40 mil plus per year. Whew, not going to be good for Houston. Yeah, well, the Warriors are about to deal with that in a couple <laughs> okay. of years. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You, do you have one? Um, okay. How key from uh, Summy42, how key were Looney and Draymond in keeping the momentum in the last part of the game? Yeah. Uh, I love the Warriors when these type of players like Draymond and Looney uh, play well because everybody thinks of the Warriors like as like the Flash, right? They think of Steph, they think of Clay, but like the great part of the Warriors is they have the gritty players, they have the defense. Nobody ever talks about that because then all they think about is oh, Steph and Clay are going to make twenty threes each. But I say, dude, these guys are great defensively. They make all the winning plays. I I, I sent the tweet about like. 
you know, cliche heart of a champion kind of thing. But seriously, that is what allowed the Warriors to win three titles. It's not all talent. It's these guys know what to do, how to do it. And then that's the difference between them and Houston right We're, now. We get, we give. We give Infograph Twitter too much credit, you know, just tweeting up box score stats. But, like, why are they always showing box score stats of players who lose in the first and second round? You know? I mean, it's like it's it's a little tiresome all the time focusing on numbers and stuff. Um, when, you, when you can just watch the game and see, like, I mean, I don't know how where Draymond ranks in the NBA in terms of best player. All I know is he, he makes a ton yep. of winning plays and like player rankings are pretty BS at yep. the end of the day, right? That's the that's the that's the main piece where it's like, well, if this guy averages eighteen points and ten rebounds and then Draymond's out here averaging, you know, eight points, eight rebounds, six assists, right? You automatically think that other guy is better, but it's not even close. Like Draymond would eat him alive. And that's part where you think Looney is a little underrated. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Looney knows exactly. I mean, he's just a winning player. He makes winning plays. He fits a specific role. Um, all right, we're going to move forward to Darren Bunch. Will the Warriors finally dust off Jordan Bell with KB I saw that out? question at first. I was going to pick that one too. Um, no, he can't. I think it's more likely we see both. No. Oh, my goodness. Please, no. You don't think so? I kind of well, think they, they threw Jarebko out yet. there today, by the way. He made one three. You had a funny well, tweet, by the way. I, I wish I had it up to yeah. me, but you essentially said, ah, oh, fuck. I, I don't want to misread it. But Yeah, it's like the first the first three went up. I was like, they're going to do this. And the second three went up. I'm Third like, no. one went off the backboard, <laughs> side of the backboard. You're like, oh, shit. Uh, but that and – then, and then he gets blown by by Eric Gordon off a of pick and roll, and you're like – if he's not going to make wide open threes, you know, what is well, he th- doing on the court? So I think, and I think Jarebko's role in the, in this series, probably the playoffs going forward is, is like, you can throw him out there for three minutes at a time because he's going to give you everything he has. And for two to three minutes, you can get away with it. And after about that, the other team's going to start targeting him and, and, and it, turns yeah. against you. Harden's, I mean, uh, not Harden, but the Rockets are probably the best team in the league at, at attacking mismatches. Um, who can they play, <laughs> dude? Like, it's Sean, it's Looney. I think they have to go to, I think, I think they have to go to Bogut. I think they have to look at putting Bogut out there a little bit. And, I mean, he looked terrible in, was it game three? Um, and he hasn't played since then. But he's still probably the smartest player who's not in the rotation right now. And over the next two days, you can just kind of work it out. Like, all right, we're going to play him in this lineup. When he's in, we're not going to switch his man. And just hope he can buy you five to ten minutes. Do you remember how that went? Game, uh... I know, but do you remember the lineup they sent him out with? It was like him and Jarebko and Clay, And, I mean, it was just... It's a lot different than sending him out there with Steph and Draymond. Yeah, okay. That's I fair. think Steph and Draymond are going to have to play 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, they basically. played uh, – they, uh, they played it uh, – yeah, 43. they played 40, well, 43, 44 tonight. Um, by the way, Twitter doctors have been a great – has been all over the timeline today uh, tonight. Just everybody's a doctor. We have real doctors tweeting. I think Avi was one of them. We have somebody in our mentions, Encore. Hopefully I'm saying that right. He even he even sent in a question saying when when can I be the official doctor of the Light Years pod? We have Sam, we have real doctors signing on 
telling us, you know, how this KD injury is going. And then we have David, David J. Chow, who's a, who's a doctor for, uh, used to be a doctor for the Chargers tweeting about it. Um, a monumental day in judging injuries off one grainy video on TV. Let's walk, let's walk through what you thought when it <laughs> happened. Yeah, there was a question about that too. Um, I I was actually I was shook for about all the way until end of the fourth end of the game uh, when the Warriors were kind of you know they they went up by eight there. I I didn't even care. I mean, like people will say like, oh, like you want KD to leave ball. It's like, dude, this guy, best player in the league, playing amazing. You see him go down with an Achilles. You know how painful that is. And he's be out for a year. Like that's the immediate guess by most people. I mean, he's that one of the fifteen best players. Terrible. Of all time. I was shook. I was really sad. I would hate to see that for someone like him. Yeah. Um, same thing. It, it's. I mean, I'm just glad it's not yep. that. Yep. But so I remember that first I watched him kind of limp up, and I'm like, okay, that's abnormal. And I thought I was going to play through it because if you watch enough Warrior games, KD kind of gets a lot of uh, like minor knocks where he kind of like limps for a second and then just, you know, is back to normal, which kind of happens in basketball in general anyway. Uh, it's just more obvious with him because he's huge. Um, and then it was clear that, you know, it wasn't that. And he walks to the back and then it's, and then Reggie Miller is going, is it, is it? And I'm like, oh God, Reggie, stop. And that's kind of, you know, at that point I was like, my first thought was like, man, I just feel awful. He's been having an amazing playoff run. And I mean, I wouldn't wish that on any player. I can't think of players I truly hate, but like, I would never want that. To oh, no, no, season. not Russ, not LeBron, uh, not anybody. I mean, that is just like I was annoyed when Chris I was I felt bad when Chris Paul got hurt last oh, yeah. year and like it was clear it was clear his injury was going to be like a 3 to 4 week injury so like not nothing you know serious but like man it's just a terrible way for a serious Nobody thing. wants to see that man nobody wants to see that besides fans that love it when Steph gets hurt you know that that's about it uh, um what else we got you got other questions uh I that was a tough one though I mean to go back on it it was it was in the midst of a three-peat, and it's like for him to go down like that. That's And the MRI is going to be tomorrow. Um, I think there was a tweet that just said the Warriors locker room is pretty upbeat. They probably kind of already know what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. Um, so I think that, you know, fingers crossed. But he's obviously out for the series, but there is a chance that he returns, hopefully during the Western Conference Finals, if the Warriors can get there. Um, so all in all, I mean, about the best news you can get for the Warriors, uh, who win this game, despite him being out and then have a chance to get him back during this run. By the way, do you know if Boogie can come back this postseason? They're saying he's not out for the postseason, but he hasn't done anything other than individual workouts. Okay. I, th- I feel like that means best case he's back for the finals. Okay. So, okay. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not super. Nothing I'm seeing indicates that like you know Boogie will play in Game Seven, okay. or Boogie will play next round. Okay, um, that's subject to change, but nothing's nothing's indicating that he's just doing shoot around stuff now, which is good. I mean, he'll be healthy sooner than later, is what it sounds like. But like sooner could mean he'll be healthy July. by July first, yeah. which okay. 
does nothing for this playoff. Run. Okay, but good for him. Hopefully, he can get a contract. Um, somebody asked, by the way, and I forget who it was now. I don't know if you want to go into this. What this means for Kevin Durant's free agency if he does miss the rest of the postseason? Uh, nothing. It means absolutely nothing. He has 30 max contracts waiting for him. Well, the, the, the why it's asked is, does he come back to the Warriors? Because, you know, quote-unquote unfinished business if the Warriors do lose. That's the – I would think that's the basis of the question. It's interesting. I don't know. Um, it – for all the he's going to the Knicks talk, I kind of had started getting to the let's see how the season ends before we cooled off a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's hard to say. I don't. I don't. I don't even know how to tackle that. Do you? Do you feel like it <laughs> yeah. makes it more likely? I, I, do you feel okay? Let's let's assume it's the worst case. Let's assume he's out four to six weeks, which essentially rules him out for the finals. Let's assume the Warriors get through the series get through the Western Conference Finals and then just get demolished in the finals without him? Do you think he's more likely to come back? <laughs> Katie's probably going to be happy about that. <laughs> Can win without me. Um, I think so. I do think so. I, I think there's a piece of him that wants to finish it. You're a competitor. You're a basketball player. You're a human being. You're, you're like, hey, these are my guys. I've played with them. Um, he didn't let him down, right? He got hurt. It's not his fault. It happens. Um, but something where, you know, maybe he'll sign a one-on-one again and say, hey, let's run this back, let's win it, uh, and then I'll go or, or and then I'll make my decision. But I think it will matter. But again, yeah, probably a bad question right now because of, of yeah, the, the only thing The only thing I'll say is like the, the injury and realizing kind of how fragile the whole thing is can sometimes bring people together to the point where they realize they, they put the quote-unquote yeah. petty stuff the petty stuff behind him oh, yeah. where yeah. it's like, dude, we have a really good thing going and like all this focus on like, I'm not getting enough attention. Like it means nothing because it can be taken away from us. Like with one wrong step. Yep. So there is that, but I don't know. I don't even want to read into it. Yeah. At this point. I'm, t- I'm too hyped on this game. Right uh, okay. So, so this is a great question. Um, OG Bay Area, given the stakes and the unforeseen injury to KD, I rate this playoff game somewhere between 2015 Game 4 in Memphis and Game 6 and 7 versus 2016 OKC. Does that crack the top five playoff games of this era, or am I just too high off the win? He's too First off, that's my guy. Um, oh, you OG know him? <laughs> um, not personally, but one, <laughs> one of my favorite people to interact with. Um it, it doesn't crack my top five yet. I may change my mind if they win the series. It's one yep. of those. Yeah, it's, a good it's one of those. Um, game six in OKC means a lot more because we know they won the series. If they if Clay goes off in Game six and they just stink it up in Game seven, no one's even going to remember Game six. Right? Yeah, you're right. So it's a great my point. whole my whole thing is um, it was. It was a lot of fun. It was great in the moment. But the biggest thing is, can they finish the series off yeah. right now? Oh, man. Yeah, you kind of stole it now, dude. Now I can't, I can't respond something that's, with something that's good. <laughs> um, you're right. Uh, here's the thing. What do you think? You think they're going to win? So let, let's say, hypothetically, they win this series. Uh, somehow, some way, game six or game seven. Maybe it's not that memorable, but they win the series. Where would you rank this game? 
because while while you kind of think I I, I definitely rank it above that Memphis. Uh, game six and seven against OKC is always going to be some of the, the top games for me, but that definitely be in my top five to go along with uh, that first championship against Cleveland uh, uh, and, you know, the KD moment, the, in one, that that first championship. But, yeah, the, one, that, the one that people just seemingly forget every single time, uh, you know, that's up there. The KD three, the first championship is up there. Um, and so this would definitely be right up there uh, to kind of everything you just said. Uh, you know, Warriors bending together there uh, at the end, top center, Kevin Durant in that moment coming together, actually winning a game on their home floor, which they have not been good on and beating James Harden and Chris Paul completely locking them up. That's a huge moment, huge moment. I think that'd be huge. And I think to take it one step further, it could be a top moment if they end up winning a championship this season. Uh, you know, if maybe they, can, they win it without they KD. Can, if they can pull it off with all this, with KD going down, with the backdrop of free agency, with everyone assuming they're breaking up, with now we know KD is going to miss at least game six and seven, if not, I mean, he's going to miss more than that. Yep. But if they can, if they can pull the whole way through, it's by far the most satisfying. I mean, it's, in it's terms hard, of it's, fulfillment, it's, yes, it's hard. Yes. It's hard to say because we. We yes. have to see how it plays out. Like you can't contextualize something you haven't seen. In terms of like, I mean, it, I think the Warriors. I think they'll. I think it's Kevin Durant, man. I think when you talk about fulfillment, I think it means more to Kevin Durant than anybody else. Like, how how fulfilled will you be if you win this championship? I think Steph is going to be happy regardless. I think Dre. I think uh, Clay. Those guys. You win a title. You win a title, man. That's all that matters. I think Kevin Durant thinks like, okay, how much is this title worth to me? I think that goes through his head. It does. And I think that you're saying in terms of fulfillment this year, all this work, all the tough stuff, if he gets through this injury and then wins the title, yeah, man, this is it's fucking three-peat. Well, because it puts and perspective we'll on it because this. the first one was so easy. The first one, they just they were slapped so everyone. The second one, they got challenged, but I don't think they really understood how badly they got challenged. This one they're running on fumes. This is oh yeah. This is pure like. This is this is vulnerable. It's just kind of yep. it's kind of what you expect. And this is I want to say this. This is why I always thought when people were like they ruin the league, they're going seven in a row. Like that's not how it goes down. You know, like yeah. Everyone said the same thing when LeBron went to Miami, and you know they they obviously had the bad first year, but like by year three, it was clear that what you thought you were getting on paper is not how it goes. Yeah. And they ran out of fumes year four. That was it. They got, they got wiped off the floor by this person. And by the way, I do think there's a chance here, the way that the Warriors are, are, are running on fumes, like you're saying, I think there's a chance to get wiped out in the East in, in the finals, the bucks, bro, the bucks, we won't go into it today, but man, like these teams in the East, they are playing hard. They're playing fast and they're fresh. Right and the rock and the Niners, Niners. Wow, it's a long night. I just got back from Arizona. Um, the Warriors are. This is their. This is going to be their toughest championship. This is going to be their toughest road yet. By the way, when people say ruin the league, you kind of assume that you know everybody stays the same. That's not how life works. You know, Houston went out there. They got better. They traded for Chris Paul. James Harden got better. He, he became like three x better player than he was in 2015. Um, and that's why we're out here today. 
No, that's why they're a game six. That's why Houston was a game seven series last last uh, last season. So, I mean, dude, if you're you're a basketball fan, this is like what you want. If you're a Warriors fan, this is what you want. Um, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better than this if if the Warriors end up winning this uh, winning the series. No, absolutely. All right, so we'll check out with this. I don't think we're gonna pod until after the West Western Conference semis end. So it'll either be a. Um, Ooh, moratorium yeah. or you know what's the conference finals preview alright man Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.